0: So uh, this week on the um, Beardcast, we're going to continue our series looking at the uh, book of Acts of the Apostles, uh, located in the New Testament portion of your Bibles, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, scriptures. Um, And this week, we're going to talk about kind of a a semi-important story. It's not an important story if you ask Zach, but it's an important story to the narrative (laughs) of the rest of the uh, New Testament. And we're going to talk about Paul's call. And so I'm going to let Zach uh, uh, go do his thing on that.
1: <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about Paul and it's called the ministry. Anyways, I'm not a big fan of Paul if you've listened to this podcast. If you haven't listened to this podcast, I will be up front. I'm not a big fan of Paul. Uh, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship mostly uh, somewhere in that gray area of, of that. But uh, this is an important story as we see um, uh I have a hard time with the word conversion uh, for a lot of reasons. Carry a lot of a lot of baggage with that. But this uh, interaction that Saul, uh, who becomes Paul, uh, or changes his name to Paul, uh, has with um, the people around him and with Jesus. So, uh, Saul, uh, chapter nine, Acts chapter nine, starts out with Saul going out and just spewing murderous threats against the disciples, um, anyone who is following Jesus in these moments, Saul is out to round them up, arrest them, and kill them. Uh, that's that's what he is doing. And to do that, he's, he's a very good uh, rule follower in this case. Um, and to do To do what he's doing, he has to have letters from the synagogues uh, to go and round these people up. And so Acts chapter 9 starts out with uh, Saul going and doing that very thing, uh, getting these letters and then uh, going on this journey to start rounding people up. On this journey, uh, we pick up in verse 3. During the journey, as he approached Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven encircled him. He fell to the ground and he heard a voice asking him, Saul, Saul, why are you harassing me? And Saul asked, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are harassing, came the reply. Now get up and enter the city. You will be told what you must do. Those traveling with him stood there speechless and they heard the voice but saw no one. After they picked Saul up from the ground, he opened his eyes, but he couldn't see. So they led him by the hand to Damascus. For three days he was blind and neither ate nor drank anything. And here's where it gets really interesting, uh, if that wasn't interesting enough. In Damascus, there, are, there was a certain disciple named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, yes, Lord. The Lord instructed him, go to Judas' Judas's house On Straight Street, that's a really specific detail. Here's the house. Here's the street, right? And ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias enter and put his hands on him and restore his sight. And Ananias countered, "Lord, I have heard many reports about this man. People say he has done horrible things in your uh, holy to your holy people in Jerusalem. Here's." He's here. He's here with authority from the chief priest to arrest everyone who calls on your name. And hear what Jesus says. The Lord replied, go. This man is the agent I have chosen to carry my name before the Gentiles, kings and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. And Ananias went to the house. So Matt, as you hear uh, kind of the bulk of that uh, classic uh, Saul and Paul story, what uh, what sticks out to you?
0: Well, I'm I've always um, so when I was in seminary, I took a, a an immersion class on uh, Paul, which I was like a lot like you and not a fan of Paul. wasn't just mm never never um inspired me none of his writings inspired me um so much i I just i just never could get into it give me the gospels you know give me jesus but don't give me paul right um but in this class one of the things i began to notice was um the idea of moving away from the idea of conversion to call Mm -hmm. and uh I think about that a lot when I talk about this story, whether I'm preaching on it or something, and and I really do believe it's a call, because he was never converted to anything because there was nothing to be converted to, um, at this time or as as we are right now in the thick of Acts, where we're at in the thick of Acts, there was just Judaism, like there was just it was just a plain simple Judaism. It wasn't there wasn't Christians. The people that follow, were following Jesus, that were following the way, which was they understood of what it was, it wasn't. They right. would not call themselves Christians; they called themselves following the way. They still saw themselves as Jew, right? Like, I mean, that was just the and, and we see we we haven't gotten there yet, but um, I mean, that's where we see the the issues of controversy of circumcised, uncircumcised, and who's in, who's right. out, how do we, you know, all right. that stuff, right. all that stuff that we're still wrestling with today in some ways. Um, and and so I always I, after hearing that kind of gained this um, respect for Paul um, that he heard the call from Jesus and he reoriented his life. Right. And in that, that call, I mean, and and we see like, this is reminiscent of a lot of old Testament calls um, or even, you know, even, you know, pastoral calls, like where we feel like we've felt like this pulling urge to move in a new direction. And, And that's what happens with Paul. And I think the thing we can learn from it is that he responded and, and answered the call. He could have easily just said, no, I'm going to be this super, um, super rabbi and just you know follow the letter of the law like he did. I mean, Paul was very precise.
1: He's, he's meticulous, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could have chose that life, but opted um, for following Jesus. And I think that that's, to me, it, it, that's the key of the story
1: right and and that's where <clears throat> that's where my hangup comes with Paul is this idea that uh, in this moment he goes from being a pretty terrible human being um, and, and does. He, he hears this call, he changes uh, his attitude, he changes his his thinking um, and, and, and begins to follow Jesus in this way and like you said, it's, it's not so much a conversion as it is. He hears this call and he moves towards it. And, and I, that's where my hangup comes on when we, when we just sit on that, that conversion thing and they're like, Oh, well, he converted and he's the end all be all. Well, he's not. Um, yeah. He's got a bunch of letters and then a bunch of letters written in his name throughout the new Testament, but it's still Jesus. We're still looking towards Jesus. Um, and what Christ teaches us throughout the gospels. Uh, Paul is just like anybody else who's called to share that. And what I like here um, is is the the Lord replied, I've chosen this man to be the agent to carry the name before the Gentiles, the kings, and the Israelites. The message is for all, right? And I'm going to use this guy. Um, And we see that through Paul's writings of he goes really specifically to the Gentiles. Um, and you're right. It's not about do this, this, and this. It's just Paul's message is do the thing that you're doing and do it well. <laughs> you can't have both. And him and Peter get this is getting kind of down on the line, but that's Peter and Paul's rub against one another of, well, are you going to do the Jesus thing or are you going to do the Jewish thing? Pick one, you know. Uh, and, and Paul, you know, calls. Peter and, and James and those guys, super disciples or super apostles and uh, has some digs at him there because he's just trying to do his thing. Um, and, and there's rightfully some rub, right? Of uh, This guy was out there trying to round us up and kill us and and arrest us and do these things. And like Ananias in this story is like, yeah, I don't want any part of this guy. I've heard about him. Uh, that carries along with Paul throughout his journey, I think. Uh, and even into today, right? I have an issue with Paul, partly because of that he was being a dick. Uh, <laughs> and yet, we we have to take that into our own lives of how have we seen people change? How have we seen people in our lives hear a call, uh, and and change their lives in such a dramatic and drastic way? Are we willing to see that in them as well?
0: Well, and I think that that's where, like i'm still not a big fan of paul i yeah and and the reason why i'm not a big fan of paul is because i think peter gets the short end of the stick from here on out
1: right absolutely and peter's my boy so (laughs) i mean
0: well not only just peter i mean
1: there were a whole bunch of them
0: um and they're all doing great work right it's just paul gets elevated and i mean
1: well and you you see that
0: here Uh, Oh, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a transition into acts. Like it's literally like, yeah, it's like nine. Now, granted, I understand that the the verses and all that stuff were not put in until like a thousand years later, but this is like, literally like if you were to, this could be acts part two.
1: It could, this is a clear transition in the first eight chapters of acts is about Peter and the other disciples and apostles setting up the church. You make a clear transition here to now here's Paul's story. Um, it, in, uh, you know, Paul writes about, it's like, I've heard the things written about me. Uh, so he was aware of what was being said and written about him, uh, whether it's this here in Acts or other, other writings. Um, but this makes Paul, the rest of Acts makes Paul look like a freaking superhero. Yeah. (laughs) and uh, I think you're right. I think that's part of my rub too of like, well, what about the other guys? They just busted their butt for years, uh, yeah. and went through all of this with jesus and now we turn to paul
0: <laughs> well it, it just goes to show you how like sometimes in, um and it just happens in the church too how people show. get elevated and uh-huh. how we um, handle them and yeah. i and i think with like the story the thing we we have to be aware of is you know they they didn't the disciples are very leery of him yeah. and they have every
1: right to be every right to be
0: every right to be because i mean and some of it is just because it's like all right so this dude was trying to kill us now he wants to be one of us like
1: right like is he I, is he I, just really smart and this oh, is his ploy
0: <laughs> i mean is he being a spy i mean come on I, I mean you know i would be questioning is is this james bond um, right. or is this uh you know michael weston is he trying to be like a super spy and and then like find out our secrets and then you know destroy us from the inside out. Um, What an evil plot twist if it would have turned out to be that way. Um, And and I think that that's where like we have to be open and aware of these things. Um, Mm -hmm. Like this is an important story to discuss. You can't, I I don't see how you could not talk about the book of Acts and not talk about Paul's call. There's just no way because I mean, especially like as we'll discover as we finish this out, you know, we're going to spend a little bit of time on that. And we just have to, I mean, you you can't, can't exclude this story. This is a pivotal part of the story. And uh, right.
1: And, and it is because you're right. It shows us that, that call story, but it also shows us here's opportunity for grace that, that God is still calling the most unlikely of people And are we as people on the outside of that call watching it happen, Mm -hmm. willing to operate with enough grace and love and forgiveness to go, I know what you did in your past. I know what you did to me, but I'm willing to see beyond that and see who God's calling you to be in these moments. Um, There's a lot there. Um, As much as I I live in that gray area with Paul and lean to not liking him most of the time, I offer him a little bit of grace every now and then, right? Because I I hope the same would happen for me.
0: I mean, I like the Book of Romans. I can go with Romans. <laughs> um, Romans eight's like my my jam. Right. Um, but um, I also think it shows us that God will call anybody, right? And will use anybody at any time, at any yeah. time. And it is our decision to answer the call, right? I mean, uh, and we,
1: like I said, we see it over and over and over again. And this is just yet another prime example of the most unlikely of people. Yeah
0: so we want to encourage you to go to our website at bearded theologians.com check out all of our great gear and uh, things that we have there we have some really great podcast uh, post past podcast um up there um and so you know just check us out at bearded theologians.com and so for the bearded theologians i'm matt franks
1: i'm zach becktold thanks for checking us out first guys i want you to subscribe
0: and like this video and put that thumb, push that thumbs up. up